A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Disney Grown Up is recorded in the Greater Brisbane area, Queensland, Australia. We would like to acknowledge that this land is the custodial land of the oldest living civilization in the world. We would like to acknowledge our first peoples and their elders, past, present and emerging, for they hold the hopes, dreams, traditions and cultures of Aboriginal Australia. Disney lovers. Hello. Oh, welcome. Welcome back. I'm Stacy. And I'm Georgina. And together we're Disney, Disney grown up. up. Oh, and Hugo's here too. Oh, Hugo is also featuring <laughs> maybe prominently in this episode. <laughs> we'll see. He's a little grumpy. He's got a lot of thoughts and feelings to share today, <laughs> I think. He's had his little nap. He's had a feed. He's just a little bit like, I don't know. I don't know what I want to be. Do I want to be awake? Do I want to be asleep? Do I want to be good? Do I not want to? Who knows? Who knows? So we'll see what happens. <laughs> but we are here for another fun fact. Fun facts. Fun facts. The best kind of fact oh. is when it is fun <laughs> and factual. I mean, it's really the combination of two because if it's not factual, then what's the point? <laughs> but anyway. 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 Uh, on that note. On that. Uh, what movie are we discussing today, Georgina? The movie that we have today is a movie I've watched for the first time in being in quarantine. Yes. And that is Big Hero 6. Ah, oh, banger. I I will admit, I didn't really know what it was about. I knew there was a big white thing. Yeah, it is not. It's and one I was of like, those movies, you don't really know what you're going to get. I agree yeah. with you. Like, you know, some of the other recent ones, you kind of see the poster and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. I know what I'm in yeah. for. But this one is a little bit of an um, enigma. I was a little bit, like, confused because I was like, is this white thing Big Hero 6? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, is this one of the kids Big Hero 6? They're like, no. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> I watched it. made more sense. Nice. Um, of course, it is inspired by the comic books. Yes. Um, Marvel comic books. Yes. And they've been around for about 10 years. So yeah. clearly I was very out of the loop of but not what it was. super long time though. They're pretty fresh. No. Yeah, they're still relatively modern. In the 10 years-ish that they've been released, there was about 13 issues. Oh, yeah. So whilst they've kind of been around for a while, it's not as prevalent yeah. as some of the other comics, I guess. Yeah. You would kind of say. So this was Disney's first um, Disney Marvel animation crossover kind of thing. Mm. So it is quite a different film for Disney, I found when yeah. I was watching it. it. It definitely kind of has a different vibe. Yes, very different mood, this one. Um. Which is nice, which is nice. So it was 2014. So again, a more modern. I feel like it was, okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Time is a weird thing. Uh, <laughs> Time is very relative. I mean, yeah. you say that year and I feel like, oh, no, it was like more recent than that. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. no, that's right. It's about right. That's right. Um, so let's get into some fun facts. First of all, Baymax, who I oh. love. 
so much. So I'm like, can I have one? Can I be you when I grow up? Like, I don't know. It's a little bit of both. <laughs> that was my predominant thought watching it. Yeah. Um, he, a few different things. I mean, I've read two different things in terms of what his movements were inspired by. Yeah. The first one says a baby moving in a full diaper. <laughs> which I don't like where they got babies in full diapers and send march around the studios and off we go. Um, and then the second one, which I've seen a couple more times pop up, is said his motions were modeled after baby penguins and yeah, how they kind of waddle. That's what so I heard. So I feel like the that's probably one. the more accurate one because it's kind of that waddling with the arms down. Yeah, yeah. It's very but I guess penguin. his legs are more structurally like a baby. A baby, yeah. Oh. Maybe it's a combo too. Maybe a baby penguin in her full diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing that in my mind. Yeah, let, we'll see if we can find some visuals. Penguin with baby legs, like human baby legs. <laughs> that's too weird. That's taking it to a place. That's, that's too much. That's too much. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of his movements, which I like. Yeah, that makes it's sense. It's a nice kind of little like. That waddling, but kind of a comforting waddle. I'm like, is, I trust you. It is. He is a very comforting character. Yeah. I mean, his design. He's designed very, very to well. be. Yeah. And he's just. I mean, in the movie as well. Yeah. Like he's meant to be this comforting character, yeah. both like for medical help, but also like to make you feel supported. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yes, you've got you the satisfied? right design. I am satisfied, satisfied with it. <laughs> um, they he initially was going to have like five different expressions his kind of face scrolled through was one oh, of the first yeah. ideas like a robot yeah like those you know the early robots yeah, that kind of mean. have the different those little, um, ones yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I can only think of the Doctor Who episode where they like change from evil to yes. happy. You know that, what I'm talking that's about? The image yeah. I had in my and mind. I was like, can I use this as a reference? But we'll I, see. I couldn't figure out where that was from. Like I yeah. could see it and I was like, where was that from? Good episode. But yeah. so originally it was going to be that and then they settled on the expressionless face mm. and then Which just the movement I like because then you put your own you read into it yourself yeah yeah which yeah. is nice um so I think they made the right choice I mean I know they were really concerned about what I was thinking uh, but <laughs> I think it was the right choice to have the expressionless face and then more that characteristic and what he says has more impact I think yeah personally. and his body language and then mm. again you can you can imply what his expression is yeah. based on how you are feeling yeah so um a few other things. <laughs> the predominant thing when I started watching it, and like, because obviously it's beautiful again, the animation. Animation. Animation is lovely and it's mm. in that, you know, more modern, realistic style. But I was like, where is this set? I was real confused. <laughs> and I was like, but, but that's San Francisco. And I was like, but that's a cherry blossom. And I was real conflicted. Um, and I looked it up and obviously they wanted to bring the East and Western cultures together. Yes. So they combined Tokyo and San Francisco yes. to San Francisco, which I didn't know watching it. Yes. I was just confused, a confused citizen watching it, <laughs> being like, where are we? Um, so after I read that, I was like, I'm on board. But apparently the um, the reason, the backstory for San Francisco, mm. I, I enjoyed that they had a backstory, is that it's an alternative future where in the 1906 earthquakes on San Francisco, it was rebuilt by Japanese immigrants using the Japanese technology to allow the flexibility for seismic events. Oh. Yeah. And so then after the city was rebuilt, it was renamed San Francisco in honour of the, of the partnership between Japanese and America 
American architecture. Well, there you go. So I was like, oh, I love a good earthquake. Fun fact. Nerds of Disney. <laughs> Nerds of Disney. But and we need a backstory <laughs> for why this city exists. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, but why? Why has Japan and America combined? That was exactly my plot hole. I was like, why would this have ever happened? And then I was like, of course the Japanese, because they were located on the Ring of Fire, would have the technology to withstand. What, what, year? what year did they build it, rebuild it? Uh, 1906. 1906. Yeah. So the before World War II. That has implications. Yeah. See? That now they need to rewrite all of history <laughs> Everything. based on this event. I'd watch that universe. Mate, because remember all the concentration camps yeah. that they had for the for the Japanese people. Yeah. What would have happened if this had happened? Mate. <laughs> Mind. <laughs> Blown. See, this Hello? is why nerds are dangerous. Because they have... They be dangerous. They put all this in here. Well, it does... Well, powerful maybe, I should say. Well, that's true. Maybe both. Both. With power <laughs> comes great responsibility. I guess that Something is what this comic movie books have taught me. It's about also <laughs> powerful nerds. Um, they do, do say that the animators have called this the biggest universe, bigger than Tangled, Wreck It Ralph, Frozen combined. They said this world I that they created in terms of, of it complexity well. of yeah. actually fleshing out a lot of the characters and everything. Because mm. it's got a lot of main well not even well main characters really there is a large ensemble of characters you meet Mm. with fleshed out stories but also in terms of all the background characters and all the um the civilians in the city so they said that they had their own program called the denzian factory which allows them to build background characters to be distinct so it wasn't just like a replicated like every background person is a uniquely created person. person yeah which is really cool and now i'm like I want to go rewatch and be like, well, same person. <laughs> Twins, like, you know. But so that's why there's that complexity to the world. Ah. And they also com- um, did a bunch of like all the signs and everything in the city. Like they're yeah. all like were created deliberately and that kind of thing to enrich mm-hmm. and really make that world very real, which I really liked because, again, watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, Where I believe we? it. Where are we? <laughs> what kind of world have we uh, gone into? Yeah, it's definitely very immersive. Your buy-in's really quick because of that, because of the way that they Straight up, you're like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Um, So, yes, a lot of building character with that. Speaking of nerds, because I found another nerd fact and I was like, I'm ready for this. (laughs) Um, Fred's room when they go into, obviously he's got the mansion house and they go into his room. The whole – I'll read you the direct quote. The director, Don Hall, said – Um, We basically took the average cubicle here at Disney and multiplied it by a thousand to make like a nerd's paradise, (laughs) 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 which is just the confirmation of the Disney nerds that we've spoken about multiple times. Um, So they deliberately put in all these nerdy little references and a bunch of like Easter eggs and everything in his room to be like, what is the ultimate nerd's room? If you had all the money and you could just be the biggest nerd you could ever be, (sighs) boom, it's that room. So I I did appreciate that. Um, they also did do a lot to make the the universe not quite right in terms of like to make it look deliberately lived in. Yes. So like not everything's 100% polished and perfect to give the lived in yeah. feel. Yeah. Um, a technique they also used in 101 Dalmatians to make their housing and everything seem more legit. Fun, uh, I, I possibly only I'm, 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> that's the only information that this 
internet gives me. I'm wondering what they mean by that. Like, yeah. it's not going to be a piece of software. Yeah. It's just going to mean like. Well, they're saying that not everything is stands straight. Yeah. So, like, things are hung on angles and like. Yes. So, I think it's just a subtle when they're animating, so they make like that choice. Te- yeah, a technique or a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A choice rather than like a software. Like, we were talking about mm. in the Moana episode, how they created. That special yeah, the software itself. Software, and then like for Frozen they did it for the mm. snow. I think um, this is more just a like deliberate just, choice yeah. when animating, yeah. which is nice and I like that too. It gives it that, again, things that give it that real world feel that yeah. you don't notice until yeah. it's pointed out and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right, nothing. Again, which helps with their buy-in because mm. you, you're not being like, oh, there's something off about this. Yeah, yeah. you're like, I'm ready, I'm ready for it. Um, they did – the lab, the robotics lab and everything they went into as well mm. were also deliberately designed to mirror like actual functioning robotics laboratories. Cool. So they looked at ones at like MIT, Art Center in Pasadena, Caltech, JPL, there's a list of stuff. Um, and so they did their research and looked at those labs and seen how they laid them out yeah. and how everything is designed. Functional. Functional, actual science happening in real life. Um <laughs> So that's – I really liked that as well. And, again, it you buy into it because you're like, yeah, yes, yeah. I believe in the science of this lab. <laughs> <laughs> as a scientist, you know, I'm hard to win over <laughs> with an accurate science lab. When they have inaccurate science labs in movies, I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it so much when they just have mice running around in open cages and they're like, this is a laboratory. I'm like, no. Yes. But this is all right. More robotics physics based than I would like, but that's fine. Um <laughs> In terms of the little, um, what are they called? The things that he develops, microbots. Oh, yeah, your microbots. Yeah. Those little thingies. Um, they, for their movement, they inspired. They were inspired by the movement of fire ants. Yeah, and how they, they kind of like together. And yeah. Um, I mean, my main other reference point for that is Ant Man. So <laughs> I, I, I believe it. <laughs> the microbots look like the ants in Ant Man. Therefore, I believe Approved. it. Approved. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a cool one because I, I really liked the little microbots. I was like, oh, that's such a cool invention. Yeah, yeah. Um. And they definitely, yeah, had that sw- swarming kind of. The vibe. Movement, obviously, because that's what they were designed to do. Mm. So that was cool. I liked that. Um, I also liked personal, we're getting real nerdy on this one too. And I mean, I will. Um, it's a big old it's a nerdy movie. General nerd vest. I do enjoy that um, you know how they all obviously have their superpowers. Yes. And I'm bad because I can't remember the names. But the girl who's got the purse. Honey. Honey. And it's the periodic table. Yeah. And she's like, choo, 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 I'm going to make some elements, bitch. Done. <laughs> and then no throws them at people. And I'm My like, the power of science. Is it's not that she's, yeah, she has a periodic table and she's formulating yeah. off the top of her head. What do Yeah. What do I need to construct here yeah. in order to to minimise the risk of this or yeah. to do this. and that. She's doing that on the fly. I mean, Choosing is it really how elements. chemical elements work? No. But is it how I wish they could work? Yes. yes. <laughs> like that's a really yeah. – Like her intelligence really yes. is her superpower. Yes. And that's where we're like, she was my favourite because yeah. I'm like, yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure her name is Honey. It's I'm pretty sure while. it is. Um, I think hers – yeah, I liked hers. The guy that they put in a suit, they were just like, breathe fire. I'm like, well, that's not really a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to put you in a mascot outfit. Because uh, he didn't, yeah. Because he, he couldn't any do anything. No, he had no talents. But he really. just really wanted. But his passion was there. I mean, and passion. He just wanted to give it a go. 
he was there giving a red hot crack. Um, <laughs> so, yes, that was cute. I did like all of their um, individual little superhero ones and how they came together. Yeah. Um, their colour palettes, like, so their superhero suits are all based on their colours of their mm-hmm. costumes. Standard superhero ploy there. But I like it. I like it. <laughs> the attitude. <laughs> I mean, it's not brand new, but all right. Yeah, but if it ain't broken, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. Well, yeah. exactly right. And it is, and the movie does feel like a good old-fashioned superhero fun romp. That's what it is. I do like it because they're young and they're kind of like, oh, we'll do this. I like that they show that they don't always kind of win in their first battle. They're kind of like... Yeah not working so well because like the supervillain's like I don't know what I'm doing I'm an adult I can do stuff and the kids are like oh powers also, he's been thinking about it a lot more they've only yeah. just formed yeah but I liked that that in that kind of first battle they didn't really succeed and they kind of have to like refine and yeah yeah they get yeah, there in the end their way out. so I did like that it was cute um what else have we got? What else have we got? We also have <laughs> yes. our old mate Alan voicing Alan. Um Alistair. Alan Alistair. Oh yes. And he has been in the well, this is like the longest string of Disney movies. I don't know if that's correct. But anyway, I mean this says it. Because he was in he voiced <laughs> characters in Frozen, <laughs> Racket Ralph, Emma Moana, and then Big Hero Six. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was four. That's pretty impressive. It's, I mean, he great. was the rooster in my wife. Like, there wasn't a lot of talking in that, but he was still there. <laughs> <laughs> General rooster noises. He was around. Yeah. So if you hear a voice and you're like, what other Disney movies has this person been in? Chances are it's Alan giving it a good red hot crack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? Keep the man employed. Yeah. He's a treasure. Yeah, exactly. They're just like, what role can we make for him today? What have we got? What have we got? And then they'll roll on out someone. Yeah. Um, I did also like, and this is one thing I read about it, and I thought the movie itself dealt with really well because obviously it starts, it's a very sad movie. Mm. Well, it kind of is happy and then yeah, hero and everything. It's, it gets yeah, real yeah. sad real quickly. I was not prepared for the turn that it took. <laughs> I was like, he's going to go back into the fire. Don't do it. The other guy's going to be bad anyway. And he did it. And then the hat was on the ground. Oh, it was really It hit you right in the feels. Yeah. And I think we used to in Disney, like, the parent Yeah, because they already had that kind of like. Which is still very upsetting, but we're kind of like used to that trope. Yeah. To have the brother is like, oh. And because he was there and you're like, oh, he's going to inspire him to like new heights. And then I was like, no, surely not. And then it was a surely yes. Yeah. It was really sad. But they, um, went there. they actually worked with um, different social workers mm. um, who worked with children and teenagers specifically in terms of grief and depression counselling. Oh, cool. In order to like portray that. Yeah, accurately. Um, yeah. And portray, you know, his initial depression and everything. And then obviously that's a huge part of the story. Yeah. Um, is then Baymax trying to help him yeah and um, through that through that which is done in a comical way but yeah you know just hang on i just need to get my screaming <laughs> child one moment please actually he clearly has continue, but i'll just go he has a few feelings about it and he's just expressing expressing his emotions um but i really it's like, like mom parents dying is sad it is sad 
Um, but yeah, I really liked how they handled it Aww. in terms of it. They didn't shy away from the sadness of it. Yeah. But they kind of showed what he needed to get over it too. So it yeah. kind of, it, it was a really nice portrayal of it, which I really liked. Um, back to our microbots. Yes. Quick guess. How many microbots do you reckon there was at one time? A lot. <laughs> I can see like your brain ticking over. I'm like, is she doing some quick calculations? Well, is she like, oh, the number divided by the square? I was like, do I go with a lot or not many, if any? I mean, not many, if any, but I'm like, that's not, a, that's not that's accurate not, at all. No. Um, uh, 10,000. Nah. Higher? Higher. 100,000. No. We're going to be here a while. Okay, you, 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 just tell me, you just tell it me. It is 20 million. No. At one point. Yeah. Oh, at, at one point. Yeah. I thought you meant in every shot. And I was oh, like, I mean like at one, be a lot. I'm assuming it's going to be in the big final battle. Yeah, the fight scenes where it's all there swarming around and 20 million. But how could you produce 20 million? I'm just thinking about Science. the production costs. Like this guy's on the run in an abandoned factory. <laughs> how has he got the resources? I thought you meant for the animators. And no. I was like, dude, they, they just make a program <laughs> they just, and they be they geniuses. They just keep copy paste, copy paste. <laughs> and then you were like, no, I mean in real life. <laughs> But also, he's, he's pretending to be dead. He's pretending to be dead. He's on the run. He's in an abandoned factory. So what resources does he have? Is that ever explained? We had some weird sort of offshore Switzerland the, bank account or something. Where's the patent for this as well? Where's like, the Where's the patent for it? Because obviously he stole them. But if yeah. he's mass producing them, he had to get the materials from someone. Is nowhere suspicious of well, where all had this his own development whatever was t- he at the material? University? Yeah. Um, I'm guessing he just – But he know. was making them in the – Abandoned place. And he wouldn't be rich. No, see, that's what I mean. Because he's a scientist. No one, no scientists are rich. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Biggest plot hole of all. <laughs> that is a big plot hole. That never occurred to I me. I don't know. Well, that's the first thing well, that occurred to me. Well. I was like, how is he manufacturing this? Where's he getting the iron ore or whatever it is Maybe he's they manufacture themselves. Whoa. <laughs> well, like maybe. That like literally just took me a moment to comprehend. I'm like, oh, they're building like maybe Because old well, mate had already made some. And then he But he just, only had like one. No, he had like four wheelie bins full, didn't he? Yeah, he had a lot. So maybe he just, they just they made them themselves. to make themselves. But so what they just from? needed materials. Scrap metal. <laughs> Street scraps. cars. I'm going to look into this and see if there is an explanation because I feel like the comic books probably would explain it. Yeah. Because there might be something that got nerds. lost in the um, translation. Lost, yeah, not lost in translation, but you know what I mean? In the, you know what? Um, they probably didn't think it was an important plot point for people. <laughs> but they, they were not wrong. met us before. I mean, if these Disney nerds are going to get into the details of what made San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we I would need like these to answers. know how they're made what is their chemical composition like what are they made from and how, and how can you make so them many? so quickly the whole thing that they broke into a factory where he was making them yeah that's what i mean but it was like an abandoned thing like it wasn't a, you know he didn't commandeer another factory to run them they made themselves i think that's they the made only. themselves i think that's the only explanation is i don't they, know they, they, that's, how they <laughs> that's how they reproduce that's how they reproduce 
Just like an ant, they just reproduce. They have the reproduction system of an yeah. ant as well. What are they? What's it the word for when you could be both genders and you just choose depending on what's around? So you oh yeah, and they're just on the thing. There's a word for it, and they and it's it like fish, and they change. I want to say sex. ambidextrous. It's not <laughs> ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> well, the hermaphroditic would be two when you're both, but they change between, don't they? And it's like. Mm. And sometimes they can self-impregnate. Yeah. This is turning into a this different podcast. A whole, we'll look up the details <laughs> of the uh, reproductive changing of fish and what their name is. Because fish do it depending on the water temperature as well sometimes. And I think some uh, kind of frogs do. can do it too. I don't know. Yeah, well, frogs, what, they implant their own eggs? I don't know. <laughs> this is, again, this is, <laughs> this is taking a turn. It took a real turn. But this is what happens. I can just imagine listeners in the car being like, what are you talking what? about, girl? This is meant to be about Disney. <laughs> Why are you rambling Why, uh, about the reproductive systems of frogs? Oh, um. I don't even know where to go from here now. You were talking about where did they come from? Um, How did all these microbots get made? Because there was 20 million in their like peak fight scene. That's that's the starting point. That was the point. That was all that there was to the point. There was nothing more. That was the starting point. There was nothing more than that. Um, (laughs) Another little nerd reference. Really, they're all nerd references. Um, in the science expo where yes. he's got the microbots and everything. Yes. And this is something I kind of, I did pick up when they were doing it. There's one of the competitors who's wearing um, the brainwave analyzer, which is like what Doc Brown creates in Back to the Future. Yes. Like as a little Back to the Future nod. I saw it. I was like, oh, I get that reference. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. Just um, a fun little, um, just little nod. A little, a little nod. nod. There's a few like little Marvel references as well. So um, – Whilst designing Baymax super suit, mm. there's a drawing that resembles um, Iron Man's helmet. Like Ooh. it's a little Iron Man reference. Nice. Um, they did say one of the most difficult things to do with the animation was putting Baymax in the – making his suit. Oh, yes. And ag- oh, we're going to get back to science. And again, but how did they physically – when they're squishing him into the suit, I'm like, surely you'd pop like – you know when he's squishing him in? And I'm like, I feel like that's a very dangerous endeavour. I feel like, though, in order for him to be durable, because who knows what kind of situations he's going to mm. be in. He could be in, like, war-torn situations, like send them in so that they, if they get but injured, But he does pop. And he's got to sticky tape him together, remember? Plot hole. Plot hole. And so they sticky tape him at the bank and then the sticky tape roll. It's really funny. I liked it. <laughs> but then if he can be popped by one simple battle with a nanobot... Maybe him shoving a big old maybe it's just metal a, suit. A, a, a distribution. Maybe the air is maybe distributed he, differently. But that's what I like within the suit. Conservation of matter. Anyway, because he becomes really big up top. So yeah. I think they're just kind of like. But that's what I mean. And then they kind of squish him on in. It's like a corset, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Look, maybe this is the point that we need to like pull back on the. We'll pull back pl- to it. Plot holes. But Where do microbots come from? That's, that's a different. I will die on that hill. However, <laughs> we'll go back to the original point in that the animator said it was very difficult to yes. change his then movements to fit in the in when the he was suit. in the suit. Was one of the challenges they had because he's kind of still stubby arms, weird walking yeah, Baymax yeah. waddling, but now he's in a big suit. Yeah, big so heavy. Yeah, suit. So they said that was quite a tricky one. Mm. Um, other little fun facts for you. Um, 
the villain's name, Yokai? Is that how they say it in the movie? Yoki? Yoki? Yokai? Yokai? Yoki? Means spirit or phantom in Japanese. Nice. Which is nice. I like that. They've got a few like names that have like Japanese names reference and culture in it, mm. which I quite like. Um, where? Yes, that is one of the names. The other one is the girl. Her name means egg or something. I've lost my fun fact about it, <laughs> but it definitely <laughs> – Tamago means egg in Japanese. There we go. Um, so that's why her super suit is yellow, to represent an egg. Yes. And that's why her wheels, like, have a little circle because it, like, looks like a little fried egg. Yeah. Which I think is cute too. Again, and a lot of those little, like, Japanese names come into play, which is mm, which I mm, like. Mm. Um, it is the only movie, the Disney movie, not to have the um, title shown. It only has it shown at the end and not at the beginning. So it was the first, I think maybe afterwards, but oh. at the time. Because I remember oh, again yeah. watching it, I'm like, but where, where's the Big Hero 6? And then I'm like, oh, they are the Big Hero 6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's shown at the end oh, of the beginning. I never noticed yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it has... In Marvel tradition, it's got the post-credit scene. Yes. So obviously, most Disney movies don't. Yes. In terms of traditional Disney movies. Yes. But as a Marvel movie, got has it. to. Come on. Or well, what's even Not the point? What's the point of the whole movie? How do you even know you've watched a Marvel if movie? You've got an unrelated uh, post-credit scene. <laughs> oh. Um. So yes. Um. And the other fun fact that I did like, um, was that T.J. Miller, who voices Fred basically improvised most of his characters like exclamation and side marks they were just like this is fun let's put this in the film <laughs> and it feels right i'm like that sounds very right yeah for him yeah yeah it's that type of character that you want to yeah you just got to let him go you can't restrain him just let him do what he's going to do you got to see what he's got to go let his freak flag <laughs> freak flag <laughs> wow Freak flag Ooh. fly. Don't say yeah. that uh, on four hours sleep. That's, no, that's never going to end well. Don't, don't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of it. Oh, that's w- fun. One more fun fact. Yes. For the Alcatraz fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the battle was initially meant to take place on Alcatraz. Oh, cool. And then they changed it. So that's it. That's well, they change all of history. Will well, Al- exactly. Alcatraz be a thing? Um, there was a reason. I can't quite remember now. But they, they changed it to be on the other island. I think it might be called Angel Island. Um, oh, yes, here we go. So it was meant to be located, the lab where they have the battles, were meant to be in the catacombs of Alcatraz. Oh. But they changed to make it a version of Angel Island which is also co- which is called Akuma Island, which means devil or demon in Japanese. Ooh. To kind of like give that. Like yeah, if I was vibe. a supervillain creating a lair, That's right, Alcatraz man. or Demon Island. Mate. Demon. No choice. Hello. Yeah. Hello. So I was like, yeah, all right. I'll allow that. <laughs> <laughs> so and there I, you go. There you go. And I, I think that's really important in storytelling is like the meanings and the, mm. those little things and looking into it. I mean – it's like um, Scar in Lion King. <laughs> yep. Like his name isn't even Scar. That's like a nickname. And then his actual name, what does it mean? Like garbage. Dirt? Yeah, trash. garbage. Trash. In that, you name your son Trash. <laughs> what are you going to get? 
We'll have Mufasa like, and trash. Ooh. Yeah, I think Mufasa means like king. Yeah. King and tr- king and trash. King and garbage. <laughs> I mean, you're not gonna name your children quite that literally. Yeah. Um, but I think it is really important. Like mm-hmm. I know with Hugo, we spent a lot of time talking about names for him. And I if And I Scar didn't, didn't come up. <laughs> surprisingly, uh, oh. no. Surprisingly, uh, garbage or trash oh. didn't either. Um, I'm surprised, but, but you know. I was like, if I didn't like the meaning of a name, like in the bin, like off you go, yeah. Because it's just, it's so important. Like you're going to be calling your child mm. that that name does have a meaning. If you don't want to speak that over your child, don't name your child. Yeah, that. um, that's in my in my opinion. Mm. Um, so I think all that those little layers of detail is just so important. And I mm. mean, that's you know the whole gag about Star Wars, like that if you yeah. spoke German, you'd know the You'd Darth know the Vader. twist from the star, <laughs> given that. Um, and now it, you look back on it and it's like, oh, oh it means father. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's someone's oh, father at least. so obvious now. Um, but, yeah, I think it's those little mm. details that make it, yeah, that bit deeper. I mean, there's some wonderful, wonderful detail, like you just said, and then some other things that it's like you spend a lot of time developing a mm. back history but forgot about where did the microbots come from? You know? Um, you know? you can't do it all. And sometimes you just have to, like, suspend your disbelief. Sometimes. You know? I mean, they Go went to the effort the of making 200 signs. But they don't tell us where the microbots are. <laughs> 200 signs. Oh, you mean, like, street signs? Street signs. Things. Yeah, 200 street signs. And hold on. I had the number of, like, and 701 other characters. Apart from the fifteen main ones, it's a lot. It's Their a lot hands were clearly full with that. Like, no, that's a lot of. They're effort. All busy. They're all busy. Mm. They're just trying to get this movie through. Yeah, I mean, whatever. But I did. I did really enjoy Big Hero Six. Mm. I enjoyed that it was like a celebration of intelligence and yes. um and knowledge and uh, I think that was really cool. Yeah. Um, that that was really placed so high high value even mm. um with the whole story about trying to get him into that university yeah what's his, what's his name again is it hero which one's hero is the, the hero is a no, brother hero is the brother it's been a while since i watched oh, his name tadashi 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 i thought tadashi was a brother and hero was hero is the brother no i'm real good i'm real good on the facts i mean i mean you're meant to be reading the facts i feel like this is a Fact 101, no, the lead <laughs> character's name. The name. No, the, the guy, he, he is Hero. Tadashi's the brother. Yes. I get confused because it's called Big Hero 6. I, may, I expected the main person to be called Hero 6 and I got confused. So but Hero. Yes, hero. So the whole point of Hero, like, getting into the school and, yes. like, and expanding his knowledge and that whole, like, look, you think you're top now but – you, you don't know, son. Like, you need to learn <laughs> some stuff. You need to be better. Um, but I, th- I think that whole focus of, you know, that, that was really cool mm. and really important um, because academic pursuits are not necessarily celebrated in our culture. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really, really nice. awesome. And there's lots of action and adventure and stuff and, you know, blowing things up and superheroes and all the rest of it, um, which is traditionally celebrated, but... I do enjoy that, mm. like with Honey, with her periodic table. Yeah. Like she's 
she's kicking butt, but she's also doing that in a way that demonstrates how incredibly intelligent, intelligent. Um, and intuitive and um, creative she is mm. and shows how she's worked for that too. Like all of them have worked for their... For what they have. Yeah, yeah, their projects. And I think that's really... That's a really cool thing. And I, Big Hero 6 is a little bit of a – not an underdog, but it's not as celebrated, I think, in the – I think because it was mm. so different. Because it doesn't really feel like a Disney movie. It doesn't no. feel like a Marvel movie, even though it is both. Yeah. It does f- kind of sit between, which is why I'd never watched it before because I was yeah. kind of like, uh, I don't want to watch this Disney movie. I don't really want to watch this superhero movie. But, like, when you watch it, I'm like, oh, this combines the best of both of them, really. Yeah, and I think it has a really, it has a really good place in the, in the canon and mm. and in what Disney movies of today really mm. can be aiming for and celebrating. I think that was really, really good. Um, and it is a bit of a, it's a very much a tearjerker as many Disney movies are. Mm. Um, but I feel like it's got a lot of real heart. Is basic is kind of, of how I would sum up. Like there's yeah. the heart is there. It is a superhero movie, which sometimes can be a lot of flash yeah. and no substance. But And another movie on grieving. I mean, mm. Lion King comes to mind as far as Simba's. I mean, it's not focused on his grief yeah. journey, but it does focus a lot on on that grief mm. and the impact it has. Um, and I think it's really important to see, to see that journey because mm. people lose people, you know. Yeah. Like children lose parents, siblings – um, and I think it's important to see someone going through that in in all the ways people go through that, healthy yeah. and unhe- like unhealthy. Um, I think that's also really – Yeah, I did like that it's not kind of like a lot of movies like skipped on, time has passed. Yeah. We've gone through the grieving process and we're coming out the other side. Like it yeah. kind of – it definitely shows you going through that. Yeah. And it – When it's fresh. Yeah. But also showing the positive other side. So I feel mm. like it, it shows the story in its entirety of it, which I really yeah. liked. Yeah. Oh, it's making me want to watch it again. It's a good movie. It is good. I just I think you just forget about it because it's yeah. not – like we've said, it's not quite typical. Mm. Yeah. Well, we've – But a fun time. It is a fun time and we have talked a lot about it. Mm. So these fun facts, <laughs> short episodes are getting longer getting slightly longer. longer. But we enjoy them. So we got a lot of talking to do, bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, good one. All right, I think I'm going to watch that. Mm, do it, do it again very soon. Um, so we hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Um, if you know where the microbots came from, yeah, if tell it is us. explained in the comics and we don't know if it was explained in the movie, we didn't pick it up. Doubt it, but you know, it? it's been a while since I've watched it. Let us know. But yeah, if you're tell an us. expert. Disney nerds unite. <laughs> Come to our aid. <laughs> um, and let us know. Um, do let us know if there's any vi- um, movies you want us to review or yeah. watch or fun fact. Um, we do love hearing from you. Um, it makes us seem a little bit less crazy. Yeah. So Always good. Um, please stay safe. Please look after yourself. Please look after the ones that you love. Um, and keep loving Disney. <laughs> Thank you. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.